Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This is a Palm Sunday like no other that you and I have ever experienced. We are dispersed. In many ways, we are a church distributed across many miles uh, and many different households where we gather together this morning, uh, whether in a a small group or individually. I want to say at the outset that you are not alone, that we, while we are separated, are never divided from one another, nor from our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, this morning, perhaps more than ever before, we are united in one body as we gather together for worship, in prayer and in praise, and in hearing the word of God for us, the people of God. Today, we are brought together um, across many miles by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have to confess to you, I am today feeling a little bit overwhelmed. The numbers of those who are ill and dying around the world and around our country and in our local neighborhoods are stark. They're frightening. In some ways, they are almost beyond belief. But of course, those feelings are quite natural. And instead of resisting and pushing them away, of wishing for a better time or a different place, we are called, following the example of Jesus, not to shy away from those feelings. And it strikes me as particularly appropriate as we enter into Holy Week that we may be feeling fear or grief or anger or frustration of any kind. Because those are the feelings that our Lord embraced on the cross on our behalf. We hear this morning that story of the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem as his followers spread their cloaks and palm branches on the road as they hail the one coming as the King and Lord who will redeem them from all oppressors. And it's important to remember that that includes the oppression of grief and loss and illness, of isolation and frustration and sadness, that Christ is the Lord and he is willing to walk that path ahead of us on our behalf. So this week, while it is indeed a holy week like none other that we have ever experienced, it does not mean It's a holy week that's not like the one Christ himself knew. In fact, I would suggest to you this morning that all those feelings are, in fact, the feelings that Christ himself embraced, that he took on for our behalf, that he shouldered that burden so that you and I need not be heavily weighed down by all the cares that we try so hard to carry. Now, of course, That means that as we approach the cross, we are coming to the place 
where our Lord intercedes on our behalf, where the brokenness of the world is gathered up by the power of his love and made into something far better than we could ever have asked or imagined. He is walking a path before us and he will not falter nor fail. Those shouts of acclamation will become cries of derision and yet Jesus does not turn aside. He is willing to go as far as is necessary for you and I. He remains willing and able to do so even now as we gather in our homes as we recreate this week together across many miles, our Lord has not given up on us. He has not thrown his hands up in frustration or sadness or despair or grief. Jesus enters into every place where we may feel overwhelmed, and he comes to sit there by our side because he has known every sorrow and every grief. He has borne our afflictions, and by his stripes we are healed. So my word for you this morning, church, wherever you may be, do not shy away from whatever you might feel. Do not try to explain away what feels like a very difficult moment in our lives as a collective body and in the lives of you and I as individuals. Because while this may feel like a defeat, we know that the cross is in fact a great victory. That by the perseverance of Jesus Christ, you and I are invited into a new partnership for the sake of the whole world. I was reminded of that, especially yesterday, as many folks from our congregation gathered vestry members and others to distribute palm branches like the ones that you may have in your home and prayer booklets for Holy Week and hosts for Eucharist on Monday, Thursday. That while the light may seem to have gone out in many ways in our world, while things seem quite dim, that the love of Jesus Christ, that the church of Jesus Christ is not defeated that our Lord continues to persevere on our behalf, that our hopes are properly placed in him, that his hands, while still marked with the nails, are able to bear every grief, that they are indeed even able to hold all our hope, and that when we place our hope and our trust in Jesus, we are putting our lives in the hands of one who can be trusted above and beyond all others. Now, I don't know where your heart finds itself this morning. I don't know how you're feeling about this Holy Week. But I want to encourage you as much as possible to come along on this journey with the Lord. To step, however falteringly, forward into the life of Jesus Christ. This week, as we move from the gates of Jerusalem towards Golgotha, from celebration to judgment and to crucifixion. I invite you to join Jesus 
in those places of grief and sorrow and loss and fear to go there with him and find that the Lord has already arrived ahead of each of us. That whatever we may feel, whatever we may fear, he is there in that place. That his love for us continues to invite us deeper into relationship and connection, even while we are dispersed, even while we may feel scattered, that the Lord calls us home as the sheep of his flock, that he invites us to go with him and to discover that even in our brokenness, he is already present. My prayer for you this week is that this would be a holy week that you will never forget. That somehow the Lord will make it very clear to you exactly what he suffered and exactly why. And that that experience would open up for you new depths of understanding of the love and the mercy of God. That somehow in these circumstances, which may seem very strange, Jesus Christ would come into your heart and life in a new and powerful way, that he would make himself known to you in the sharing of fellowship across these many miles, in the breaking of bread, and in the celebration that waits for all of us. Stay here with the Lord. Walk this path with faithfulness, and let us discover that he indeed has borne our griefs. He has suffered our afflictions, and that from them our Lord is able to make something more wonderful than we could ever have asked or imagined. Amen.